Here's one of the biggest mistakes people make when trying to combat health challenges. This is very, very common. One of the biggest mistakes people make when trying to combat health challenges. And it is so common that most people don't even know it's a mistake. They think it's the right approach. You know, the majority of people who are suffering in their health today are suffering from chronic lifestyle diseases. So what I want to do for you really quickly is define what exactly lifestyle diseases are and the biggest mistake people make in trying to combat them. Because while the majority of, especially the U.S. population, are constantly prescribed drugs, constantly feeling bad, you would think that the majority of those diseases or those conditions that they're battling are things that were unavoidable, that are rare, um, that are hard to manage or hard to decipher or hard to cure. But that's not the case. Like the majority of people battling health challenges, especially in the U.S., are battling what we call lifestyle diseases. This is so important because these are conditions that uh, diseases or disorders that are a result of how a person lives. Deep stuff. So listen, one of the biggest mistakes people make, especially when they're battling these lifestyle conditions, is they take a pharmacology approach to treating them. So first, let me back up a little bit for you and define what a lifestyle disease is so you can know if this is you or if this is someone who you care for. You know, the the world will, will have us believe that the majority of people are dying from, you know, COVID or, or cancer or something they don't really, that they really didn't have a hand in doing. But even with some cancers, even with COVID in some cases, right, we had a chance to prevent that diagnosis just by the way we live, how we covet our immune system, what we eat the stressors in our life, the environments that we are constantly in. We have way more control than what most of us give ourselves credit for when it comes to disease. So here's the deal. The definition of lifestyle disease is this. It's a disease or disorder as a result of the way in which a person lives. This has to do with either their exercise regimen or the lack thereof, this has to do with their drug and alcohol use. This has to do with stress, specifically chronic stress. All stress isn't bad. Acute stress is good. Chronic stress, not so good. This has to do with the quality of their relationships. Most people don't know that the quality of their relationships plays a major role in their overall health. And finally, of course, it has to do with their diet. So all of those things play a huge role in whether or not you're going to have what's called a lifestyle disease. Again, your exercise or the lack thereof, drug and alcohol use, the quality of your relationships, whether or not you're chronically stressed, and finally, your diet. So all of those things combined um, for most people are a result of their current health status today. So what's an example of some lifestyle diseases that I'm going to talk about today? Obesity or being overweight. So maybe you're not obese, meaning you have a body mass index over 30, but maybe you're just overweight, which is a pre-existing condition. Being overweight is a health challenge that needs to be addressed as soon as possible. So being overweight or being obese, obese is a lifestyle condition. Um, hypertension, high cholesterol, 
heart disease, heart failure, congestive heart failure, type 2 diabetes is a lifestyle disease, chronic kidney failure is a lifestyle disease, fatty liver disease is a lifestyle disease, digestive health issues, many lifestyle diseases, right? So these are all things that are a result of the way in which a person chooses to live. The operative word here is choose, right? Meaning there are choices that you're making that's contributing to your health status, which means what? The inverse is also true, which means there are choices you can make that will contribute to your healing, your wholeness, and your recovery. So that's the good news, right? And so, so we don't want to spend a lot of time with regret, Regret is, in many cases, a useless emotion. We don't want to spend a lot of time beating ourselves up about the decisions that we made that got us to where we are today. But we do have to spend some time taking responsibilities for these health challenges, like for being overweight, for having high blood pressure, for having these digestive health issues, for having this chronic pain, for having chronic fatigue. How many of you guys just are not sleeping Good and you're chronically tired, like you don't have the energetic capacity to get through your day, you don't have the energetic capacity to finish your to-do list, you don't have the energetic capacity to execute on your goals in life. This is chronic fatigue. You're chronically tired. You're never well rested. What about brain fog? What about mental fog? What about the lack of mental clarity? Also, a lifestyle disease. Most cognitive impairment, even Alzheimer's, believe it or not, Dementia, different forms of dementia, lifestyle disease. Most people believe or most people are told, which leads to their belief, that these things are a part of their DNA, part of their genetics, part of the cards they were dealt. But that is not true, okay? So these lifestyle conditions that I just named are a result of the choices we opt into every single day. You choose what you eat. You choose the exercise you do or don't do. You choose your relationships. You choose what you do for a living, right? You choose whether or not to address the things that are chronically stressing you out and chronically overwhelming you, right? Stress is an immunosuppressant. The more stressed and overwhelmed you are, the more your immune system is going to be suppressed. And so all of these choices that we make are for many people culminating into these lifestyle diseases. Now, you might have a condition that is undiagnosed, right? So maybe no one has diagnosed you as hypertensive. Maybe nobody has diagnosed you as diabetic, but you know something ain't right. Um, maybe you're finding yourself having numbness or tingling in different parts of your body. That's a sign of a lack of proper circulation, right? And so that lack of circulation is causing what we call neuropathy or nerve damage. So even if it's undiagnosed, you know you're not supposed to be feeling this numbness. Even if it's undiagnosed, you know that it's not normal to have a headache every day or every other day. Even if it's undiagnosed, you know that you should be eliminating on a regular basis and you're only going to the bathroom a couple times a week if that, right? Even if it's undiagnosed, you know when something is off with your body or your mind. And so if you are experiencing that on a long-term basis, that is considered chronic. In this case, chronic is defined as three months or longer. So I just want to make sure we got that out the way first and foremost. Am I personally battling a chronic lifestyle health challenge is what I want you to ask yourself. Meaning, have I been experiencing um, some type of dysfunction in the body of the, or the mind ongoingly for a long period of time? Have you been overweight? 
for a long period of time? Have you been chronically fatigued for a long period of time? Have you been having chronic health issues or stomach issues, back or joint pain? Um, can, like, can you not eat without having to find a bathroom? All of these things, you know when something is off with your body and your mind. And if you've been experiencing that, ongoingly, you know, without like a clear diagnosis, without any type of explanation, it is more than likely a lifestyle condition. So that's the first thing I want to make very clear. I'm a health and business coach, and I'm specifically a whole food plant-based health coach. And what I do is I help people combat lifestyle diseases and chronic health challenges by taking a whole food plant-based approach. And the reason this is so significant is because the biggest mistake that most people make with their health, those that are battling health, chronic lifestyle health challenges, is they try and take a pharmacology approach to combating lifestyle disease. Lean in and listen to me very closely. In order to combat a lifestyle disease or a lifestyle health challenge, you have to modify your lifestyle. It has to be like for like. It has to be apples and apples. It has to be oranges to oranges. You, you should not be taking a pharmacology approach to a lifestyle disease. Because what happens is when you are diagnosed as hypertensive, when you are diagnosed as um, a diabetic, when you are overweight, when you trying to take a pill, a powder, um, a potion, um, whatever prescription your doctor wants to write in order to treat that condition, here's what it's doing. It's only allowing you to live with the disease. Now, this might not apply to you if you are not interested in reversal. This might not apply to you if you are not interested in remission. This might not apply to you if you're not interested in getting your body back in balance. This might not apply to you if you believe that as you age, you're supposed to get sick and it's okay with having a, a, a health challenge as you get older because that's normal. If that is you, then you can click off right now. I'm not talking to you. But for those of you who believe that optimal health, meaning being completely free of disease and dysfunction in the body and the mind is your human right, and is available to you no matter what age, no matter what sex, no matter what race you are. And you know that the health challenges you are battling are a result of the choices you make on a daily basis, then you need to keep listening. Because listen, what happens in Western medicine, especially in the US, is something feels off, we don't feel right, we feel out of sorts, we go to get a test done, we go to get treatment we go to get whatever some diagnosis right you need some diagnostic testing like why my stomach hurt after i eat x why can i not use the bathroom why you know does my does are my joints hurting why am i getting numbness and tingling in my feet or my fingers right like why do i feel lightheaded why am i chronically tired like what's going on with my body right and what, what we typically do which we should do is we go get diagnostic testing we go to the doctor take Please take my blood, run some tests. You know, if it's real serious, you might get like an MRI. You might get x-rays and, and all of these things done trying to get to the root of why you don't feel well. That's the good. That's good because you do want to get to the root of it. But the next step, if you do not have 
an informed, right, and a progressive healthcare provider, what typically happens for the majority of people, especially people of color, is they get prescribed a drug to treat a lifestyle disease. And the drug is and never was designed to reverse the condition. The drug is only designed to help you live with the condition. I need you guys to understand the difference. I need you guys to understand the difference. The biggest mistake people make when they're battling lifestyle disease is they agree to take a drug to manage the disease long-term and they never have a conversation about one, deprescribing, meaning once I'm on the drug doc, what's the plan for getting off of it? So they never have a conversation with their healthcare provider about deprescribing and they never, they never modify their lifestyle, i.e. the conditions that got them to the diagnosis in the first place. They believe either because they don't want to do anything different or because they've never been told anything different. They believe that the metformin, the beta blocker, the ibuprofen, the pain reliever, the anti-inflammatory peel, the steroid, they believe that that is treating their condition. It is not. It is not. If you are battling a lifestyle disease, you have to treat it with lifestyle modifications. I'm not saying there's no place for pharmaceutical drugs. There very much is a place for pharmaceutical drugs. I am not anti-pharmacy. I'm anti-long-term pharmacology use without ever modifying the conditions that cause the disease. Does that make sense? Because yes, there can be instances where your blood pressure is so high, you need to get on something today, right? Your blood sugar is so out of control, you're rushed to a hospital or whatever, and you absolutely need to take something to get it to a safe level in this moment. Absolutely. However, you guys, you have to then go back with your prescription and make a commitment to changing your lifestyle in order to avoid oftentimes the long-term effects of being on the drug, in order to avoid a premature death from, being, from having the disease, in order to avoid disability from having the disease. Can we just be honest for a second and just all acknowledge that I know a lot of times we like to believe that death is the worst outcome. And I'm not saying it's not horrible. It's the most final outcome. But would some of y'all agree that disability can be just as fatal as death? Like sometimes we think like as long as there's still breath in our lungs and our heart is still beating that we're, sometime, we're somehow beating the system. But I know many of you know from personal experience that disability can be just as painful as death. Right. And so I don't want you to be under the impression if you are battling a lifestyle health challenge that just popping a pill and refilling your script on time is you doing something. That is the least you can do. That is the least you can do. Sure. You want to stay alive while you see all the drugs. Do, this is how I want you all to look at the drug. This is how I want you to look at the script. OK. When a doctor writes it. When you are diagnosed with 
something and the doctor writes you a script for it, right? I want you to look that look at that as you buy in time. Like this is me buying time so that I can go back and do the work required to reverse this. I don't want you to look at it as this is just what I do now to maintain blood pressure. This is just what I do now to I just take this statin for cholesterol indefinitely and forever. I just take metformin for my blood sugar indefinitely and forever. I just take antacids for my acid reflux indefinitely and forever. No, when the doctor writes you a script, that is a privilege because that give, that allows you to buy time so you can go back and do the work that you were already supposed to be doing. But what a prescription is not when it's written for lifestyle disease is it is not treatment. You know how if somebody is diagnosed with cancer, right, they have typically, you know, depending on the type of cancer, depending on, you know, the stage of cancer, all of that stuff, right? Depending on that, when somebody is diagnosed with cancer, they, um, the doctor will present to you your treatment options, right? So you can do radiation, right? You can do chemotherapy. You can do surgery to have maybe the tumor removed. So there's options. But when it comes to cancer, all three of those options, radiation, chemo, surgery, are all designed to remove the cancer from the body. We are either doing it by knife, we're either doing it by laser, or we're either doing it by chemical injection, right? But the goal is to remove the cancer from the body. That is not the case when you get diagnosed with a lifestyle disease. I don't care if that's overweight or obesity. I don't care if it's hypertension. I don't care if it's IBS. I don't care if it's diverticulitis. I don't care, you know, if it's um, chronic headaches, chronic fatigue. I don't care if it's depression and anxiety. Like when drugs are prescribed in those instances, it's not so that you can come back, get testing to see if the disease is gone. You know how with cancer, you get the treatment, either you go to chemo, you go to radiation, or you get surgery. And then what do they do? They do tests to look and see, is the cancer gone? That is treatment. When you get written a script for metformin for your diabetes or a statin for your cholesterol or a beta blocker for your hypertension, or when you're, you know, trying to take appetite suppressants because you're overweight, that is not so that you can come back in a couple weeks or a couple months to see. They, the doctor has absolutely no intention of you coming back in six months to a year and that disease being gone. Their only intent is to make sure it's still being managed. I want you to hear how illogical this is. I want you to wrap your brain around why this should be the furthest option for you to consistently stay on a medication long-term over time that is not treating the condition so that you can get your body and mind back to a place of optimal health. You should not settle for a script for a lifestyle disease. You may need it initially, but that is just buying you time so that you can go back and do what you should have already be, been doing. But again, we're not about to waste time on regret. We're not about to waste time beating ourselves up about the choices we made that landed us here. What we're about to do is take radical action. What do I mean by radical? A whole food plant-based 
approach to combating lifestyle disease is one of the most powerful approaches to combating lifestyle disease from a dietary standpoint because it's taking out the most inflammatory, the most hormone-laden, the most mucus-causing foods in the diet that are at the root of like 99.9% .9 of lifestyle diseases, right? Most conditions at the root of them is just an inflammatory diet. If you take the whole, a whole food plant-based approach, the way in which I teach it, like a clean, I'm not talking about vegan junk food. I'm not talking about just going vegan to call yourself vegan. I'm talking about a whole food plant-based approach, meaning we're getting rid of all that processed stuff, even if it's vegan. We don't eat sugar, even if it is a vegan cupcake. We don't, like, I'm talking about eating to restore the body and mind to optimal health. The intensity and the rigor of your protocol to get the body and mind back in balance has to match the intensity of the disease you're battling. You cannot, I said this yesterday and I'm gonna say it again and a hundred more times for those who need to hear it. You cannot moderate yourself out of a condition that you moderated yourself into. What does that mean, Lise? That means, can y'all please, I'm begging from the bottom of my soul, can y'all please stop yelling out everything in moderation? Just to give yourself a pass to eat that cookie, that potato chip, have that cocktail, smoke that whatever, grill that meat. Can you please, if you, if your body and mind is already compromised, if you sitting, if you're listening right now and you're overweight, if you're listening right now and your blood sugar is not where it's supposed to be, or it's only where it's supposed to be because you take a pill every day. If it's only where it's supposed to be because you got to inject yourself with insulin every day. If you listening right now when you have to take a, a painkiller, an aspirin, um, an ibuprofen every month at that time as a month as a woman because your cramps are that debilitating. If you're listening right now when you have fibroids, if you're listening right now and you have chronic stomach issues and you can't figure out what the hell is going on, listen to me very carefully. Everything in moderation is not available to you. It's not. It's not. You cannot moderate yourself out of a situation you moderated yourself into. What do I mean by that? That weight, that diagnosis, that disease was not an overnight success. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You moderated yourself into that health challenge. What does that mean? That means it wasn't one bad meal that did it. It wasn't one wild, crazy weekend that did it. It wasn't your birthday month that did it. You made small, incremental, unhealthy food choices over time, and here we are 60 pounds later. And here we are A1C later. Here we are blood pressure later. Here we are diagnosed. You moderated yourself into the disease. How the hell are you going to moderate yourself out of the disease? You do not get over a health challenge by consumer small by consuming smaller doses of the poison that got you where you are. I don't want to hear anything else. You think you're doing better because you're only drinking a 12 ounce soda instead of the 24. You think you're doing better because you bought a family size. I mean the, the the personal bag of chips instead of the family size. You think you're doing better because you make that family size bag of chips stretch the whole week instead of going through it in two days. Ma'am. Sir, we are not about to moderate ourselves out of a health challenge by taking smaller doses of the poison that caused the health challenge. In order to get the body and mind back in balance, the, the everything in moderation approach is not effective. 
the efficacy of it has never been proven. I don't want to hear it. What you need to do is stop making excuses as to why you can't make the decisions that are required to arrive, to get you back to a place of optimal health. If you can't do it alone, get help. Nobody said you had to do it alone. We only saying it has to get done. You are going to stop settling for a compromised body or brain just because it seems too hard, just because the cravings are too strong, just because it requires you to cook more, grocery shop more. Do you want this health or not? Come get it. Like, do you want, are you sick of being tired all the time? Are you sick of your memory loss? Are you sick of not being able to concentrate on the task? Are you sick of not showing up in the world in a way you want to? Are you sick of not being confident in your body? Final question, are you sick? Are you just sick, period? Like, do you know that something is off? Okay, if you know that, right, and you haven't been diagnosed with some rare, incurable disease, most likely it's a lifestyle disease, and you have to stop taking a pharmacology approach to a condition that requires a lifestyle modification, and you have to stop taking a everything in moderation approach to a condition that requires extreme execution. I hope that makes sense. We cannot continue to apply pills, powders, potions, and procedures to lifestyle disease. Lifestyle disease requires lifestyle modification. What are you saying, Lise? You gotta start exercising with the level of intensity that's gonna get the result. Not just walking around the block to say you did it. You have to start eating intentionally and mindfully on a daily basis, not a Monday through Friday basis, not when it's not the holiday season basis, not when it's not your birthday basis. You have to consistently eat the plants, consistently drink the water. You have to consistently consume the fiber. You have to consistently consume the antioxidants. You have to consistently chew the damn medicine every day. Like some people pop a pill for their diabetes. Some people, you know, take an injection for their condition. I eat plants, you eat plants. The, the medicine is in the food. You just have to be intentionally intentional about consuming it, buying it, preparing it. I promise you, because the long-term effects of taking a pharmacology approach to a lifestyle disease it's not anything you want to be faced with. How do I know? Because I treat those people in my farm to table program. They come to me and they say, Lisa, I've been taking this pill for 15, 20 years. I've been dealing with this. I've been diabetic for 10 years and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of not being able to move the way I used to. Lisa, I've been battling being overweight for 30 years. I finally ready. I have, I can't, I, I got to get under the 200s, Lisa. I got to get under the 300s, Lise. I'm telling you, like, I'm not saying this from theory. I talk to these people on a regular basis. They are suffering. And they're taking the pills every day. Like, they're regimented with what the doctor told them to do. They refill the scripts on time every month. And still, they're searching for an alternative. So I'm trying to save you some time. Take a lifestyle modification approach to lifestyle disease. Does that make sense? That is the only way. That is the only way to secure your longevity. That is the only way to absolutely avoid premature death or disability. Like you can live with a disease, 
But our goal is not to just stay alive. Like you can be alive and sick AF. You can be alive and hurting every day. Like if your only goal is to wake up tomorrow, you got the bar set real low. Like yo, you should be trying to do way more than just wake up. I mean, yeah, you won the first lottery, but I'm trying to win the other three. I'm trying to wake up, move around on my own terms. I'm trying to live on my own terms. I'm trying to climb mountains, jump rope, whatever I'm in the mood to do. I'm trying to get it done without fear of hurting myself, without fear of pain. I'm trying to eat without my stomach hurting. Like if your only goal is to wake up, I need you to ask yourself why the bar set so low. Like we're trying to do way more than wake up. I'm trying to wake up and have an impact. I'm trying to wake up and leave a legacy, right? I'm trying to wake up and go running if I so choose. Like I'm trying to wake up and be fully active and present. I'm trying to wake up in my right mind with mental clarity, with the energetic capacity to get done what God has assigned me to do. So stop setting the bar so low, thinking just waking up and staying alive with the disease is okay. Stop taking a pharmacological approach to a lifestyle condition that requires lifestyle modification. Okay. And we have to, and we just have to do better with looking at how we take care of our bodies and stop thinking finally that everything in moderation is okay. It's not. You've been living that everything in moderation philosophy for 10, 15, 20 years. And now look at you moderating the disease. So you're going to have to remove that approach because it hasn't worked for you up until this point. You're going to have to introduce extreme execution, meaning you have to be the intensity of your approach at this point has to be more rigorous. The sugar has to go. No more little bit like the chips. They, they got to go. OK, the fried foods has got to go. The dairy, you know, you can't have a little bit of cheese as long as you get rid of butter and ice cream. The cheese has to go too. No more moderation. That's what got you to where you are. So all of that has to go. Y'all let me know if that makes sense. Y'all let me know if that landed with y'all. I got to get out of here. I got to call in six minutes. <laughs> but the number one and the biggest mistake people make when it comes to lifestyle disease is that they take a pharmacological, pharmacology approach to something that requires a lifestyle modification. And then they find themselves not only battling the original disease, but all of the side effects that came with the pills, powders, and procedures. We have to stop doing this. And this is especially true in communities of color, marginalized communities, the community I serve at a high level. Like all I do all day is treat lifestyle disease by taking a whole food plant-based approach, but you... There is something that has to happen in your mind to understand that every time I take this pill, every time I do this injection, I am not treating my disease. I'm just helping myself live with the disease and increasing my chances of battling future complications from the side effects of this. That's the, I want your mindset to shift to understand that. Because we have to start changing the way we eat, the way we move. Okay, our chronic stress, what we do for a living, and our relationships with other humans. And that's how we treat and combat these conditions. All right. Like and share this with someone who needs to hear it. Um, if, if this resonated with you, please tag me and let me know what part resonated the most and how I can better serve you. And if you're interested in working with me, just go to lisaangelsmith.com, lisaangelsmith.com. Check out all that I offer. And I welcome you to come get this help. Until next time, y'all. Peace.